Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Kip Herridge here with your daily VRA Investing Podcast. We tell you in just a couple of minutes what happened in the market today. More importantly, we tell you what's going to be going forward using the VRA Investing Systems, our guide. Bit of an ugly day in the market today, whether it was uh, coronavirus or maybe it was the Bernie virus. Dow Jones dropped uh, 1,031 points. Boy, seeing that 1,000, that's a big number, but it's about 3.5%. We've come a long way. Markets are really overbought. It's February. It's a month of shakeouts. Uh, then we get into March. We get into uh, March into May. Very, very seasonally bullish period. And what else happens in March? Well, March 1st, you get the 401k money, pension money, retirement money, comes flooding into the markets. And uh, we think we'll be just fine here. We like this shakeout quite a bit. Gives an opportunity to add to positions. As Warren Buffett said on CNBC today, we don't invest in stocks, we invest in businesses. That's our approach here as well. Stocks are on sale. That is a good thing for us. Dow Jones uh, down, uh, again, 1,031 points at 27,960, down 3.5%. Pretty much that way across the board. S&P 500 also down 3.3% or 111 points at 32.25, still well above uh, important technical levels, as is the Dow. And uh, the biggest number really is the NASDAQ down 365 points at 92.21. A lot of damage done there. That's what happens. Tech leads. Semis lead tech. We'll talk about that more in a moment. But anyway, NASDAQ down 3.7%. And our winner on the day is the Russell 2000 small caps down 3% at 1628. Uh, where do we start here? Well, we had a lot of things to say to our clients today. We actually went up taking some very very solid profits today in our in some of our in our miners uh, positions in the uh, in our in our parabolic options program this morning uh, because this is the pattern if you if you know been around long enough you know that you see these huge spikes in the miners toward the tail end of a move and then that uh, that's the time you got to take some profits we did that here we still like precious metals quite a bit but they've also reached extreme overbought levels. This is not a surprise that they would sell us some in the last half of the day here. Same thing with uh, with 10 years, which with the 10-year Treasury uh, today was down, yields were down 6.4%. The 10-year now yields 1.37%. And here's what we found interesting about that. If you've been joining us here, you know that we've been saying for a very long time that the Fed was going to have to cut rates and cut rates aggressively. And that our interest rates, as low as some people think they may be, and as manipulated as, as others think they may be, that the Fed really is no longer leading on rates. They're following. And that's exactly what's happening here. The coronavirus, and we, I saw five reports today from Fed sources that said, oh, the coronavirus is now going to force the Fed to cut rates. No, no, come on. They were always going to cut rates. This is their excuse, right? This is the game. Uh, anyway, 10-year at 1.377%. Uh, we might even get a rate cut next month. Probably will. We'll get at least two rate cuts this year. The 10-year, in our view, is headed to 1%. That's been our view for some time. And, of course, what is that? That's very, very supportive for the stock market. Uh, Tina, there is no alternative. If you can make nothing in rates, what do you do? You go into the market, again, forcing people into equities. That'll be the ultimate support story for this market, along with the Trump economic miracle. We'll get, to, you know, again, first quarter earnings coming out uh, after next month, and those are going to be very positive in our view. Uh, what else do we see today? Oh, lessons of my mentors. 
Uh, again, we, we repeat this fairly often, but we don't buy on Fridays and we don't sell on Mondays. So not buying anything on Friday was a good move, uh, a good move. And we believe not selling on a Monday will be a good move as well. We'd love to, what, we, what would we love to see? We would be adding positions, as we told clients throughout the day today. We will be adding positions. We've got a couple in mind right now. Should we get a sell-off at the open tomorrow? If we were, if we were to get another three, four, five hundred points tomorrow at the open, and that's very possible at this point, internals were ugly, but not quite ugly enough. We need a little bit more of a panic field in this market to get a real tradable bottom. But we would then start looking at the semiconductors, watching them because they lead on the way up. Semis lead tech, tech leads the market. If the semis begin to make that turn, and they did finish well off the lows today, even though they were down 4.5%, more than the NASDAQ, more than the broad market, but the semis make that turn, that's the group you want to watch. You don't need to watch any individual names. Uh, Watch SMH, that's the Semiconductor ETF. If we get a sharp sell-off in the morning, and then the market begins to turn, SMH begins to turn, that's a a buy signal. Um, But again, we don't buy on Fridays, don't sell on Mondays. A turnaround Tuesday used to be a real thing. Uh, when I was in the business, probably the first 10, 15 years I was in the business, really commonly happened. You'd have a, a, a bad Friday, Monday, and then a lower open on Tuesday, and then boom, here came the turn. Everybody called it turnaround Tuesday. Not that common anymore, probably because the markets really haven't been falling very much. So um, uh, let's see what else here. Well, I got to make a comment about the coronavirus because – We've been addressing this, you know, pretty head on from the beginning. Uh, you know, the first thing I saw this morning when I got up, pretty early, by the way, uh, was that uh, Italy was down 4% because they had 259 cases and five deaths. Now, again, I don't mean to make light of any of this. And, 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 and if, if this does become a global pandemic, you know, I'll be the first to admit that I was wrong. I just don't think that's going to be the case. The coronavirus is in the family of the flu virus, the family of the cold virus, right? What do we know about this virus so far? 99% of the people recovered, maybe, uh, maybe more, maybe 99.5% of people recover. I know there are a lot of uh, reports online saying this could be 4, four to 5% of people dying. I just don't see any evidence of that. So it's the flu. 60,000 people, 80,000 people died from the flu a couple of years ago. The average is 40, 45,000 a year, just in the U.S. Globally, 500,000 a year die from the flu. It is no joke, but that's what this is. And those flus die off at the end of March, historically. So in, what I'm saying is really what we've been saying for a long time. In 40, 30 to 45 days, you may hear no one talking about the coronavirus. And uh, maybe a rate cut will, will be the ultimate bottom here. But again, you know the signs to look for. Look for a, sign, a, turn, in, a, a turn in tech. Look for a, sign, a turn in the semis. And uh, we really want to get these internals uh, looking a lot uglier uh, than they were today. And they weren't good today. Let's talk about that. Internals today were, were negative across the board. Matter, matter of fact, uh, today was the first day in 54 trading days that uh, we had more 52-week lows than 52-week highs. And they outnumbered the highs by a couple of hundred. So one hell of a streak there, sharply negative today. Uh, advanced decline. What I noticed there that was interesting is that at one point in the day, we were better than 10 to 1 on the, on the New York Stock Exchange, and we finished off that level. And the NASDAQ, 
Advanced decline came in at about, what is it, about 7 to 1 negative. So again, not 10 to 1 plus washout levels, but close. Uh, but in up-down volume, we did see that. We had uh, uh, what, 11 and a half to 1 uh, negative uh, uh, volume on the NYSE. And NASDAQ was a much more reasonable 4 to 1 negative. Again, these numbers began to get a little better, even though the Dow did close down at, right at the lows of the day. Um, as far as our sector watch today, again, all 11 sectors closed lower in the day, led by, no surprise there, technology and energy. Oil got, uh, got smacked hard again today. And uh, let's look at our futures here. Uh, at our uh, commodity watch, again, oil down over $2 a barrel, closing at 51.23. Gold, which it had some pretty stellar gains overnight, hit a high of over 1690 an ounce, seven-year high. Still closed up $13.5 an ounce at $16.62. We love this group long-term, but it's come a long way in a short period of time. That, that, the fact that gold and silver, which only closed up a half a percent today at $18.63, the fact that gold and silver finished well off their highs, we think is, uh, is, is, is a market tell as well. Add to the fact that, and again, uh, I, I, get a lot of, I get a lot of flack for talking about this, but Take a look at the Australian Stock Exchange. On Friday, it closed at an all-time high. Then the government came out and said their businesses, their business level activity levels have barely been impacted by China. And we know that that country is essentially shut down. How is it that, that, that uh, their neighbor, Australia, and their largest trading partner, most important uh, partner, their market is just off all-time highs. We find that very interesting with no impact to business. Uh, again, we think that's a market tell. And let's see, uh, finally today, Bitcoin down 4% at 9590 Folks, hope you had a good day. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.